Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. In your ears. It's gross. Well, no, I mean, without any context, yes. Yeah. But they just heard you saying... Or Rob I didn't say saying, it. Rob. Like Rob saying, "Don't blame you know, me." Now the big beer host, Double yeah. Deuce, and then in your ears yeah. is I did like cool kind of come in. It's, it's cool, it's better than up your ears. Exactly. Right. You know what I like? We we do the ten seconds of science beforehand to get the room noise. We're on the porch again, and I think steadily through that entire ten seconds, the cicadas did a steady incremental build like every second we're <laughs> just getting louder nice, <laughs> so, nice. Cicada. Uh-huh. we're fighting some cicadas for, for those of you who are not uh from the midwest where we're somewhere where they're not cicadas that's what cicadas sound like and stuff i think they're pretty much all over america aren't yeah they? but they don't come yeah. in england but yeah uh they, they thought those really weird uh jill and Layton mm-hmm. when they came over to do the show uh our english friends they yeah. found cicadas terrifying yeah, I can uh, see that if you're not familiar to them. They are. They can be a little intimidating. Maybe. They're, they're real loud sometimes. They're, they're loud shells. They're, they're shells. They're a little yeah. big. Yeah, they look. They look mm-hmm. like creepy monsters from uh, from uh, yeah. Starship Troopers. Honestly, I feel like there are less of them here than there were where I grew up. Yeah. Like there are a lot more because I remember being a kid, and uh, in the summer we would like get squirt guns and just like shoot their shells off of the trees. They'd just be like up and down, like yeah. the trees we had in the backyard. I think it would depend from year to year because some years there'd be a ton of. Well, there's the there's there. like the, the yeah there's there's like the seventeen year ones and like I remember there's fucking when I was I don't know like ten maybe I don't know on the math on this I'm guessing uh, there was like the seventeen year one back there and they were fucking everywhere. <laughs> Right. I remember being here, like, the next time the 17-year one happened, I was like, oh, this is this is nothing. But back there, it was, like, you could not walk from your car to a building without a cicada landing on you Ugh. for, like, several weeks. They were all crunch, over the goddamn crunch, place. Crunch, crunch, crunch. They're very affordable. Oh, yeah, we have uh, Rick Averill yes, as our guest. he's back again. Yeah, I grew up in Topeka, Kansas. I was born in San Francisco, and it's important to note that because <laughs> I'm more of San Francisco than of Topeka. But I only I'd agree with that assessment. <laughs> three years. and uh, But once I came to Topeka, um, we collected the cicada shells and we would actually use them and create little scenarios. Yeah. Were you, were you jaded argument. by the time you came to Topeka or did that happen? Uh, no, uh, no, no. Topeka jaded me. Yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll happen. Although I do fondly remember getting in the bus uh, and, the... Topeka and going downtown to the Walgreens with my brother and going to the soda fountain, and every year we would do that and we would go Christmas shopping together. My older brother Tom, who is known to some people as William Jennings Bryan Oleander of Pierre, Kansas. And that there was a fond memory of Topeka. All right. Well, there you go, Topeka. It's good, and it's mostly bad. <laughs> yeah. But I dated a girl once, and I picked her up at the Jayhawk Towers, at the top of Jayhawk Towers, because her dad was the manager. Her name was Bev Hire, and we went out and the day I was going to take her out, I was throwing rocks in an old building and got a big old cut on my forehead. But, you know, she still kissed me goodnight. She did. 
died at age 25 of an asthma attack. Jesus. Wow. You think from all that... That story took a turn. <laughs> I don't eat too, too much to pizza, I think. Yeah. So pizza, pizza, it will kill you. It's yeah. potentially fatal. <laughs> wow. In some circumstances. Yeah. Anything else we want to talk about about Topeka, or should we move on from Topeka? Dying young. Yeah. Wow. Uh, oh, man. So I guess they... They don't last long. They burn bright in Topeka. <laughs> they burn bright and 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 fall die. hard. They fall yeah, hard. I take bad. Brownback. You know. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Anywhere. Take him anywhere. Take him to Europe, please. please. Oh. Send him as a Christian ambassador. Oh, oh man. The only he's he's at least he's going to be smug somewhere else. For exactly. That'll be nice. So we're all happy about that here in Kansas. Uh, yeah. Brownback. I also like, I do like that there has been rumor, and, and we'll see how it works, the idea. I mean, I don't like it because I don't want him in any kind of position of authority, but still some talk that Trump might put Kobach somewhere. So I'm like, I don't want him having any power anywhere. But it would be nice if he already had another job so he couldn't run for governor because I'm afraid he'd have a shot at winning. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, unfortunately, there there's still enough... Uh... Social issues mm-hmm. voters uh, buy all of the miserable things that mm-hmm. they do economically and policy-wise. I don't understand it. No, it seems to not, it seems to skew with Christian values. But then again, hey, we can make your their Plus things do. Yeah, to do with the. I don't know. Yeah. It gets real red as soon as you step outside of Lawrence, mm-hmm. real fast. It doesn't take. Yeah, there's, long. A, there's a little bit of other pockets in the east here. Yeah, yeah. But even those are. It's not enough. You got a small handful of counties, and yet we've had two women governors. Yeah, Democrats. That's the thing. I have to think. I have to hope at least that because they this state is good about. Electing Democratic governors from time to time, especially to balance things out, and so I, I have to hope that this that the state will be like, all right, we got to do that again, <laughs> and before we, because uh, yeah. the legislature is always going to be conservative here, There's but they good people across the but state. they do you know, like all to, the different arts institutions mm-hmm. and everything when we were touring around. Um, there are so many pockets of people that are trying to do the right thing and. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. I mean, and, and I, I think those people, when they you know, start to look at what's really decent and what is really decent values, I think there's a turnaround that's beginning to happen. But honestly, for a long time, even the conservative legislature in this state wasn't nearly as bad until Brownback started calling all the moderates and replacing them with crazy people. I would like to see us. I, that's the, I feel like the legislature was never as bad as it's been the last several and years. Handmaid's Tale <laughs> moments. And made the corner. Let's see. I'm really interested to see if Kansas now will finally bounce back from Kansas, this. Brought to you by the Handmaid's back, Tale on Hulu. Back to just being more conservative than they really ought to be, and occasionally getting some trouble for doing stuff like wanting to teach creation in schools and stuff, but not necessarily turning us into a fucking Jeff, a shameless plug corner. Tax-free wasteland. Darwin versus Kansas has been re-released. Oh, that's right. Would you want to tell us a little bit about it well, while we're here? It's really a, an interesting uh, documentary that Jeff put together during that time when the, the creationists were actually, you know, I think almost the majority on the board of state board of education. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he documented and got interviews with people, and he was he 
just stayed neutral enough as much as he could. He tried to stay neutral so people would talk to him, and and they did. And uh, you know, it's a real interesting portrait of uh, what happens when strongly held minority opinion becomes the doctrine. Yeah. I'm sure a happy camper to be with today, aren't I? <laughs> she <laughs> had a girlfriend, then she died. <laughs> Everything's fucked. Uh, the real story. Yeah. But other than that, I'm having, you know what? I'm having a great time teaching acting, private acting. Lessons. Yeah, that's right. Let's have a uh, April acting school. Now, here's the funny story about that. So you started the April Acting Institute about five months ago. Yeah. Uh, and you put your first initial, like, hey, we're hanging the banner out, we're doing this on Facebook, and I'm like, I will support my father, so I shared it and said, hey, you should do this April Acting Institute on my Facebook, and then for about three weeks, everybody thought, was like, hey, congratulations on starting your acting school, that's great, I thought you were working at the Willow, and I'm like, no, I am working at the Willow, but, but my father's the one with the acting. Click, oh, click oh, the oh, link oh, yeah. that I shared. Is it your older brother? <laughs> all right, all right, yeah. Well, that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah, um, father or older brother, but uh, yeah, yeah. We So so uh, apparently, you know, uh, a lot of people thought that it was me opening the school and not you, but it is, in fact, I can say now comprehensively to all six of the you listeners, uh, that it is the Rick Averill Acting Institute. However, primarily. however, yours truly, yourself, I mean, are planning to do a sketch comedy workshop with the Institute, That's right. right? I'm going to so run four a four week this fall, four week uh, this fall sketch comedy right. thing. And we're going to uh, find a venue for a performance. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to do some sketch comedy, and if you boys wanted to be a writer for the Victor Show or Love the Bear, that's the kind of stuff that Will's done. And, uh, and, uh, should we, can we say shitty? Yeah, we said, we said fuck as much on the last one, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 we kind of ruined our street cred. So, yeah, okay, uh, Shitty Deal Puppet Theater Company. Now, how many years did Shitty Deal go to Edinburgh? Uh, four years. Four years, Shitty Deal. I have to tell you something. Change that slide. I wrote some music for a fellow playwright, Sandy Asher, um, for, uh, a book, um, a book made into a play that she did of, uh, um, about homework. Somebody, somebody stole my homework or something. I can't. Somebody catch my homework or something like that. I have to go look it up. But anyway, there's a school that is taking it to Edinburgh, oh, nice. to the French, nice. and they contacted me because the music they have to rent from me, the music that they want to use my score for, it, which Jade Brown recorded nice. with me and played a little. Jade Brown is also our lawyer. He's yeah. not just a. Uh, He's not just a saxophone player, mm -hmm. he's also an entertainment lawyer. Jade Brown, for all your entertainment lawyer needs. Dial and 1 saxophone needs. He's also a nice I guy to hang out with. Sax, Jade. That, that, right. That's more numbers than you. 1 800, need. I need sax. Jade, no, it works. It totally works. I need sax. Maybe just 1 800 sax, Jade. Just be careful. Sax Jade would be the right amount of letters. Yeah, yeah. One eight hundred Sax Jade. There you go. Yeah, I need is, is sort of in parentheses. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you put it in the ad. But, uh, right, right. Uh, it's like like in little letters that, that flash on the front of Sax Jade, which is in big letters, and it's just basically Jade naked with a legal document. Uh -huh. uh, He's got like the Brown. saxophone hanging around his neck instead of a tie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh -huh. Or a long uh, saxophone. I don't know why he's yeah. naked in this analogy. I don't know Other either. I feel like it's good advertising. It is good advertising. That's yeah. my advertising corner for the week. Just naked. 
<laughs> there, there you go. That's it. There you go. Simple as that. I feel like you blew Simple my as that. out of the water last week. You can that was a good one. Laurels. That was a good one. You can rest on your laurels this week. I covered a lot of ground with there with naked. that. Yeah, naked applies to a lot of situations, uh-huh. though. Uh, I think it's an important rule that it's best not to forget. It's a simple one. But it's an important one, and the so keep it in mind. exception I can think of, because I was like, okay, what commercial wouldn't be better with naked people in it? And the only one I can come up with off the top of my head is the Where's the Beef yeah. lady. Well, I think you would recast it. Yeah. I think I think it's a context thing still, technically, the naked. Do they do yeah. porn commercials? <laughs> Um, I don't know, Dad. <laughs> it would just give a different meaning to where's the beef. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Are you talking about commercials for porn or well, or just pornographic commercials? If there's a pornographic show, does it have commercials and are they pornographic? Oh, like yeah. in the middle of the fucking like, boy, they I are. can really go for a hot dog right uh-huh. now. How about? I, I think they are. I think Nathan's I think they're dog. certainly. I re- I remember you know remember the old days. Before, you know, you could get your porn on the internet and there was, like, porn videos, they still had, like, the VHS tapes, still had, like, the ads and stuff, like the trailers sometimes, right. like right. any of your VHS movies. So I do remember that there were So you knew what ads, was upcoming. But I feel like they didn't really do a whole lot of, wasn't like a hardcore ad campaign kind of thing. <laughs> right. Or uh, it was just kind of clips. I like, I just, I, I like the idea of product placement and porn. Like, uh-huh. like somebody's missing a trick there. Uh-huh. And like, what if the pizza guy is a Domino's pizza guy? Well, especially, guy, it just know? seems like, you know, that I feel like you're missing a market share. I mean, I yeah. don't know. Revenue streams. I can, Revenue I can streams. see, especially like some businesses. Like I can understand like some businesses are like maybe we're, we got a family vibe or we don't want to like have to talk. We don't have to argue the point. But like you know, some more uh, smaller stream companies. I think yeah. could really uh, any any company that will advertise on podcasts. Would yeah, probably do porn. I would imagine. Probably. Yeah, not You're looking for advertising. Right? There's that 30 second bit in a, in a porn movie where they're like, "Oh man, stamps.com." <laughs> so seems it, I have so much more time to fuck now that I don't have to go to the post office. Mm, lick this. What's that? It's a stamp from stamps.com. <laughs> Yeah, no, this this is. I think we're onto something. Yeah, I think we need to become international uh, pornography producers with uh, product placement vibes. Mm-hmm. Maybe not though. I think I feel like somehow I feel dirty. Yeah, <laughs> no, let's not do that. And this was right but, after we were shamelessly plugging my acting. Yeah, let's uh-huh. go back to your acting school. So, <laughs> so uh, where none of this happens, right? Uh, yes. It's gonna, it's gonna be for all. It's all ages. Or, yeah, it uh, is all ages. I have a, I have a senior student. I have uh, uh, several young adult students. Uh, but it's basically for students that really are career oriented. Now they want to do mm-hmm. stuff, and they want to do some commercial work, some film work, some video work, uh, maybe some print ads in the greater Kansas City market and even regionally and nationally because we, we know people and we can watch for auditions and try to get these. These are students that, are, that they know 30 musicals and they're taking musical theater classes and mm-hmm. they're getting into every single production that they can possibly find. And uh, I, me and my wife Jeannie and you and uh, my daughter Trisha are all in, involved in it in different ways. We're doing like training workshops. This fall we're going to have a Acting for the Camera workshop where we're going to bring Heather Laird from Right Laird Casting in Kansas City here to Lawrence. Um, and then we're also going to do some scene study for the students that are just interested in improving their craft. 
and we're going to do a Rocky Resume afternoon and another audition prep class so that our students can really be, feel like they're really ready for these kind of competitive auditions that happen even here in Lawrence, where there's several places for you to do theater. All right. Well, I think that was a good plug. Yeah. If people want to find out more... Well, uh, Facebook is the best place Facebook. to, to okay. go first, and also just averylacting at gmail.com. But uh, you can ask us about it. Uh, Trish is producing a really nice uh, uh, flyer about some of the upcoming courses, and that will be posted on, uh, um, April, on the Averylacting Institute Facebook page. And also the second page of my website uh, is a link to Averlacting also. Well, you know, I should probably do a plug for my new studio. Yes. Because I, uh, have I told you the story about the, the house or did you see this on? Uh, I did see room? the green screen. Yeah. Now, now that we don't so film as much anymore. Let's, let's have a home, a new uh -huh. home uh, quirk corner. Uh, got into the new mm -hmm. house and one wall of the garage was painted completely green and we were like, that's a little weird when we were looking at the place, but, you know, people are funny, and mm -hmm. design is funny. Especially in a garage, because there, cause there's yeah. some makeshift stuff in that garage, my, it looked my, like. They my, were... my initial thought was, okay, well, they got that paint cheap, mm -hmm. and they just needed some paint to slap up there, cheap and cheerful. But then, uh, my father-in-law, Chuck, uh, realized there's a 220-volt, uh, you know, sort of sort of outlet uh, mm -hmm. in the garage that they wired a new a different breaker for, uh -huh. uh, which again should have noticed, but just thought, you know, his first house thing. Hey. It's like maybe all houses have two breakers. Yeah, you know, you never know. Uh, and so, and the only thing you would need that for would be to, uh, basically a two twenty. I mean, you're gonna plug a two twenty volt in, which would be like high intensity lighting, mm -hmm. or uh, you know, having like a kiln or a welding kit yeah. or whatever. Um, but he, his first thought was these are these are stage people because apparently one, something in the house was held down by a stage weight. So he's like, okay, this has got to be a green screen setup. Uh -huh. So he, that's what he proposed. And then looking at it, I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's got to be it. But then I put it on the internet and people had their own theories. And somebody mentioned maybe a, a kiln or you could charge an electric car or you could mm -hmm. uh, you could grow weed, hydronics. Yeah, it still doesn't um, explain the green wall. But that doesn't explain the green wall. And then some uh, neighbors came over, our new neighbors, Tracy Murray and, and Mike McFarland, they're nice mm -hmm. folks. And I, I probably shouldn't use full names on this, but whatever. Uh, Too late now. Me. Guess it's done. You're not going to go back and edit that, right? Nope. All right. So anyway, they said no to two owners ago. And mm -hmm. they've lived in their place for about 11 years. The last owner were there for about three years. But the person before that had a fire, took mm. out the shed and part of the garage. They got a bunch of insurance money. And he's like, I'm a sound guy, the bottleneck, and I want to make some videos. I'm building a green screen. All and right, you were so right. Is a green screen. Yeah. Which brings us back to the possibility of what you could film in front of the green screen <laughs> to get an income stream. I'm sorry. <laughs> mm -hmm. Pornographicstamps.com ad. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right, so that's that's my revenue. That's my money. You know, that, that does... Because we talked a little, we used to do a little serious thing back in the day, this men in their 30s who were roommates, and we still would like to go back and at least do a couple episodes we wrote, but we should do a green screen episode <laughs> if we do get back around to filming at least those handful episodes that we wanted to do. <laughs> just, like, just like something wild is uh -huh. happening behind it. Like one We're just that doing is nothing. Like, yeah, did you paint? <laughs> I don't understand. Nope. Uh, and it's like cowboy, uh, cowboys riding through mm -hmm. a scenic vista sort of thing. Yeah, no, it's gonna go great. Mm -hmm. it's go great. All right. Um, yeah. So got that going for me. Got a green screen. So, nice. Uh, I might start my own studio. Uh huh. Yeah. I uh, just gotta talk to the wife. Figure out what to film. 
we'll, I think we'll we gave you a few ideas. I, I think so. I think so. Uh, let's talk about something that's not dirty for a little bit. Yeah, we got three minutes. Feel awkward. <laughs> or two minutes. What's y'all's favorite mammal? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I like the possum that comes out of the uh, drainage ditch. Oh, they go possum. That's a good mammal. It's a good mammal. Ah, uh, I don't know. I like cats. Yeah. I like cats. Yeah. I'm your cat. He's probably a whale. Yeah. Yeah, it's a mammal, right? Yeah. yeah. You ever met one? No, but they seem friendly. I mean, apart from Hobie Dick, but it seems like he's also pretty. Like he had shit to do, with it, and uh, the guy just kept trying to. Put it's true. I, I feel like there were no heroes there. I yeah. Like, uh, no, no. It's like the first time you learned about sort of bad people doing bad things to other bad people. Yeah. yeah. What was Quick Quick Gay? Don't know. I'm not sure because that was a brought up. Everybody in a conversation. I think I do remember seeing something about that a little while ago. It's been a really long time since I read that book, and I'm fuzzy on the characterizations enough to make any kind of legitimate judgment. Well, so that's something for people to kind of take home. Yeah. I feel like I may have derailed us a little with the mammal thing. I'm sorry. It's not the most exciting. No, it was less I sexual to, than. I, I just wanted to I wanted to turn that boat around mm-hmm. and uh, and, and then and then chase you. a whale until it chase kills you. Whale, yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, I'm mad. I tell you, mad. Have you ever been on a whale watch? No, I, uh-huh. I've never really even been near a whale. I don't we like saw whales ocean. off. Of, we saw whales off the coast near um, Santa Monica. There was a place you were supposed to drive and be able to see them, and you did. They I feel like if I, if I met a whale, it would be a touching moment. I, uh, like, other people want to swim with dolphins. Yeah. Like swim with whales. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I've really seen... I feel like I probably saw a whale live at some kind of like an aquarium or something, right? They got yeah. whales there. Kansas whales used to you know, Yeah. Kansas whales? Well, there is a Kansas Coast there's, Guard. Man, where is that? There's Maybe some, there's no whales because of the Kansas Coast Guard. There's some museum I remember going to, and I don't remember which one it was, but there was one room, and it was like, uh, there's like four levels of it. It was kind of like, you know, it had like a center atrium, so you could kind of go around it, and they just had a, a big-ass fucking blue whale, like, uh, recreate like they, I think they might have had like the skeleton or something and like rebuilt it, but until you get to the top, you don't realize that it's like eating a boat with two people in it. <laughs> so just like just to show you the scale, it's like yeah, it's just got like a rowboat in its mouth, <laughs> and you're like, oh hey, that's crazy. And the people and the people are freaking out. They are freaking out. Nice. I have no idea where that was, where I saw that, or who I saw it with, because I wasn't alone. You know, that could be a whale of a tail. Yeah. Alright, well, we're all out of time, so let's end on that happy story. We leave them in peril forever. Yep. Hiding from a skeleton whale. Mm-hmm. Both you being eaten and not being eaten by a whale. Only in your the memory. Schrodinger's rowboat. It's kind of like life, isn't it? Schrodinger's <laughs> Yep. Good times. Double deuce. Contact us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com is our email. Twitter at doubledeucepod. We are also on Facebook as Double Deuce Podcast. We're also on iTunes, so please uh, subscribe to us and also leave a review with some stars if you liked it. If not, uh, we've been uh, some other podcast. <laughs>